Welcome to Flip the Score Podcast. I'm Alex. I'm Andrew. I'm Josh. And tonight we're going to talk about PlayStation backing out of not closing down some PS3 and Vita stores. Uh, there's a limited beta for Xbox Cloud Gaming, and it's coming tomorrow at 420. <laughs> uh, and we're also going to talk about our favorite video game weapons. Uh, I had a lot of fun with this. I really like this idea. Um, but before we do that... Let's talk about video games we have maybe been playing. That may or may not have weapons in them. They may not have weapons. Yeah. They could just be all Pac-Man. No, Pac-Man is Pac-Man a weapon or is Pac-Man a character? Uh, I would say I would say Pac-Man is not a weapon, but the the power pellets he picks up are weapons that he uses against the ghosts. Okay, perfect. Okay, there we mm, go. Clear that. Yeah. Clear that. Okay. Um, well, Josh, since you have all the answers to Pac-Man's questions, uh, answer this question. What have you been playing? Uh, so I, um, I've gotten a little nostalgic for uh, Xbox 360. And so I've been playing some kind of like, you know, I'm trying to clear off some really like older Xbox 360 games off my video game bucket list. Okay. I, think, I, think, I think we all have, you know, like a video game bucket list. And one of mine was uh, to uh, to finish an, an Xbox 360 launch game, which okay. is uh, Condemned Criminal Origins. Oh, I love that game. And so I went through uh, this past week, and I went through and I, I completed the game. And a playthrough is only around between seven or eight hours, give or take. Uh, and I and I think I think that's right around where it took me, uh, like between seven and eight hours. And I, you know, I, I really enjoyed the game. Um, I played it some back in the day, um, uh, many, many years ago. I think the last time I got an achievement on it was like 2008. Um, so it, it had been a long time and there's 10 chapters in the game and the furthest I had ever gotten was, uh, the beginning of chapter four. And so I only got around a third of the way through the game. And I, I gotta say, I, I enjoyed the story. You know, um, plays this FBI agent who is looking for a murderer, and it's a very—I uh, don't want to say gory because it wasn't super gory, but it is a very violent game, and it takes place in the first person, and predominantly in like, a, uh, I think pun intended, uh, condemned areas. You know, areas that areas that are not like livable and a bunch of like i want to say a lot of them seem like homeless people to where they're just you know running around and they try to hit you you know kill you with a melee weapon so you're in san francisco and then you uh you fight back with either like you can use two by fours and crowbars and um uh like later on you're in a school you can pick up a desk like uh, desk covers and and locker doors, and use them. You know, use that stuff for weapons. And I, you know, I I enjoyed the game. I didn't. Uh, a lot of people online said it was like it was very uh, like psychological, and I didn't really find it that, that psychological or that scary to be honest. Um, maybe you know, I I I think I I think I found it a little bit more scary when I played it back in the day. But the game. Uh, while the game did hold up ga- gameplay wise, I don't think it held up in in the graphics wise, which is understandable. I mean, it's it's, it's a very old game now. You're looking at almost 16 years ago it came out, 
And I think the most visceral part of the game was when if you damage uh, uh, some enemies enough, you can do finisher to where they get down on their knees. And there's four different finishers you can do. And the one that was most visceral to me is one where you would punch them. So you're and, telling us that you oh, finished when they were on their knees? Yep, yep. Oof, so oof. when uh, uh, one of the finishers is, and whenever you do a finisher, like the enemy like centers in your screen, and if you pull up, if you press left in the D-pad, your character looks at the guy and he he goes like, Jesus Christ, and then just like punches him in the face, and it was it was it was very visceral. Um, then apparently, you know, there's like some the game makes you think they're like supernatural aspects in the game. But I think it was more just majority all in your character's head. And your character's name was Ethan. And I, I think it was just all in his head. And uh, the final boss battle uh, was pretty cool. You fought like this. Again, I think it was mainly in your head. But you fought like this uh, almost like humanoid creature thing that had a bunch of like... Almost looked like a demon. And he, it had like a bunch of metal on it. And then when you damage it enough, you could pull the metal off his body and hurt, and hurt it. And eventually, you, eventually, I uh, uh, I defeated it and then beat the game. So, nice. uh, scratch that off my bucket list. And uh, next, uh, I started playing the original Prey on Xbox oh, 360. Yes, I fucking and, love that. Game. And that's uh, that's 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 on my bucket list. So I started playing yesterday, um, and I. I beat the the first the first couple levels, uh, and so I'll continue with that. And and again, that game is there's a website called howlongtobeat.com, which sounds mm-hmm. dirty, but yeah. it's not. Nope. Um, so it, you you just put in the game title, and then it'll give you a ballpark time and how long it should take you to beat it. And uh, so about pray fifteen minutes. I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> um, pray uh, pray is on there for uh, like just if you. If you don't, if you don't try for a complete run, it's, like, like seven, seven, yeah. <laughs> it's in the seven to eight hour range, so I uh, shouldn't take it too long. Really and honestly, that. it's just <laughs> um, <laughs> honestly, it's just to me, it's like the calm before the storm. You know, we got Resident Evil Eight coming out next month. Yeah. We got the Mass Effect Hashtag trilogy coming out next prey. month. Um, <laughs> we got. Uh, I mean, I'm. I'm not. I don't think I'm going to play Eternal, but I know it's coming out at the end of uh at the end of April. But you know, in in uh in June we got Ratchet and Clank coming out. So some uh some you know big games coming out. Also, June soon. is a uh, Mario Golf. Oh yes, yep. Um, and that's pretty much. Um, I really wanted to play some more Outriders this this past week, but. When I saw so many people online having issues with their characters and weapons getting wiped, um, like you know, what? I'm gonna let I'm gonna let pe- uh, people can fly uh, iron this out before I get back in Outriders, because the last thing I want to do is go on there and have my character and, and weapons wiped. Yeah, yeah. So and uh, let's that's, that's all I've been playing this past week. Okay. Okay, well, uh, I'll continue with what I've been playing because it's real quick. Uh, I've uh, only been playing Days Gone. It's okay. It's starting to kind of wear thin a little bit because it's starting to become samey. Oh, go to this camp. Go clear this infestation. Go rescue this person that got trapped. Go fight these rippers. Go clear this camp. And it's like, oh, okay. I think I'm starting to get a lot of the, you know, okay, so this is what the 
this is what the notion of this game is. Uh, the story's, you know, there, but... You know, honestly, I read a line that some people having, you know, the, the issue you're having you're having with the game, and I I gotta say, I think I started having an issue with the game becoming really samey, and a lot of people are just saying that, you know, just play through some side, some side stuff earlier in the game so you can upgrade your skills, and then when you get the skills you want, then just play through the story mode. Yeah, I'm, I'm gonna probably put a little bit more time into it and maybe move on to uh, something else. But uh, that's really all I've been playing. Uh, before we move on, so I uh, I got a hankering for some, uh, some Cheddar. And Cheddar is a code name that I used three seconds ago for an Xbox Series S because I want to play some uh, I want to play some Game Pass games. So I went on Walmart.com and I was able to find one. Uh, secured it, and it said it will arrive by April 30th. Now, I don't know if arrived means arrived to a warehouse and then shipped to me, or if arrived means No, that, that would door. mean at would your assume, door. I would assume, yeah, at my door. And I double-checked and made sure that it is real, because I went to the to a, find a PS5 to make sure that there's like some kind of waiting list, and there isn't. It's out of stock, so I, I for sure got one. The credit card was charged. We are hopefully golden, and I hope that comes sooner than later. Because I'm stoked to find out how small it is. Because I've heard it's pretty compact. Yeah, heard it's about the size of like the the Wii, almost kind of maybe a little bit bigger. The Wii, Ooh, perfect. That's not bad. That's not bad. Um, yeah. Other than waiting on that and open the stuff. Are you uh? Are you gonna hang out in your wall and use it as a speaker? the bedroom and use it. It, it, uh, it, it it looks like it, it could be like an intercom. Right, it's. I mean, I'm, I'm stoked for it. I'm stoked. It's gonna be my uh, my Game Pass machine. I will buy no games for it. It will play nothing but Game Pass games. Nice. No, no, so, no, not at all. Not at all. Um, Andrew, last but certainly not last, but is last. Tell me what you're playing. Um, I haven't played a whole lot in the past week. Uh, so I played a little bit more of a uh, Ratchet and Clank. Uh, into the Nexus on PS3. Um, it's, it's fun. Uh, it's, it is kind of wearing <laughs> its enemy though. Cause like the, it's the 30 frames is, is getting me. It's written by 30. It's not even a cap. Like it, it goes below. It's, it's chunky. Um, yeah. And, uh, but I'm not, I don't, are you playing this on a, uh, on a, uh, on a yeah. PS3? Um, so what you're talking about, the Ratchet and Clank yeah. game, is that what you're talking about? Uh, okay. So yeah, the the frame rate is starting to get to me because it routinely goes down in like the mid to low 20s. Um, so I, I don't know if I'm going to see it through, um, especially with the, the it's, I mean, it, it, it'd be cool to beat it uh, with the new Ratchet coming out, but I think I might just go look and read up on the rest of the story. Um, and then uh, the next, because... Uh, I'm kind of like Josh. I'm hankering to, uh, I got that hankering like you do, Alex, um, to go back and play some uh, some PS3 games that I just, I mean, I guess they're on my theoretical bucket list. Um, and uh, one of them is uh, Metal Gear Solid uh, Rising Revengeance. I want to. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Uh, I've always wanted to play that game because it was made by Platinum and it has a 
I guess, gameplay similar to uh, Nier, like the hack and slash. Um, and uh, I asked a lot, bunch of guys on my Discord that I'm in have played it in the past, and they all said it's a really good game. Uh, so that one I want to get back and play. Um, I want to try Metal Gear Solid 3 out. I've never played the third one, um, and I have the Metal Gear Solid collection on PS3. Uh, so those are a couple that I kind of want to go back and try. Um, but there's, uh, like Josh said, there's we're going to start getting some games here soon. Um, the next uh, Near Replicant comes out this Friday. I don't know if I'm going to pick that up. I'm going to wait to see reviews. Uh, if it says that it's as good as Near uh, Automata, I'll probably pick it up. Uh, Resident Evil 8. I am, dude, that trailer they released for Resident Evil 8 last week are you sure it wasn't for vampire mommy like that it looks oh like my god game, right? dude vampire she mommy sucks stuff like... out of your body <laughs> <laughs> i i i want i want her to hold me and tell me everything's gonna be okay but everything's not everything's not gonna be okay though because she's gonna suck yeah the life so out i woke up today and i looked on twitter and so uh i saw alana pierce had tweeted something from there is a story uh, from Kotaku that went out today uh, that was written by, let me see who wrote this, a Brian Ashcraft. And the uh, article was titled, You Don't Want Resident Evil Village's Tall Vampire Lady to Step on Your Face. And basically goes into why you wouldn't want that because of how, how heavy she'd be and whatever. And Alana Pierce, all she tweeted was hashtag Kotaku is canceled. <laughs> uh, and then other people from Kotaku started putting out tweets being like, uh, Brian Ashcroft's or Ashcraft's uh, views do not represent the views of Kotaku. <laughs> like, all this shit. And it's like really funny all day of like, uh, yes, I want her to step on me, blah, blah, blah. Um, and uh, so that was really fun. But anyway, that trailer they put out last week, I don't know if you saw it, Alex, but um, it was almost like the, the made. It was a story trailer, so it was like kind of like showing beats. It, it was almost like a movie trailer, and it just I'm totally in. The story seems so cool. They showed a werewolf, and uh, it showed like uh, going into like this the camera pan into this big open area, and this guy on a, like an intercom was just like. Uh, lichens and gentlemen, welcome. And I was just like, yes, give me fucking werewolves. Like, do it. Um, so yeah, the game looks really cool. I was gonna hold off on it because it comes out a week before Mass Effect, but I'm not gonna be able to. <laughs> it's gonna be out and I'm gonna want it. Um, and yeah, Mass Effect in a little less than four weeks. So we're, uh, God, yeah, so we're sorry. I'm dude. I'm super excited for you because since you've never, because uh, you never played any of them, right? Oh, you... I've played them. I just haven't. Oh, played you them, did. Oh, okay, I couldn't remember if you. I guess... uh, yeah, okay. I couldn't remember if you yeah. did or not. Um, just haven't played them yeah. in a long, long time. But yeah, I'm. I'm really excited. Uh, and then let's see. I played some, a little more Apex. Um. Season eight's getting ready to end in about two weeks. Um, season nine, it looks like it's gonna be big. They're not even calling it season nine because it's so like big. They're actually calling it like, 
don't know, it'll probably be in that story read later. Um, but yeah, this is like uh, supposed to be a big season, something legacy, I think. Um, and then uh, we and me, Josh, and our friends on Discord actually started playing some Smash online. Uh, yeah. A little, little, little bit uh, of Super Smash Bros. Ultimate. Um, it actually was when we first started doing it, it was pretty laggy. And but then I think I don't know what happened. Then it got it got okay. Like there's still a little, still a little bit of lag here and there. Um, but it's actually really fun in how. Uh, so you can only do four players online. You can't do eight. I really wish you could. Uh, but you can you can make like a lobby, and you can have more than four people. But whoever is not fighting can sit in the stands, quote unquote, these virtual stands, and they can spectate the fight. Um, so we're just, you know, all in Discord and watching or or, or fighting. Um, and it was actually a pretty good time. Um, so, yeah, that might be something that uh, we keep in our uh, lexicon. Cool. That's, that's cool. I, I, I am jealous, actually. Um, some guy at work used to – or some kid at work used to talk about his, like, him and his friends would just go over to his house and have, like mm-hmm. – a whole nightly yeah. fucking drinking yeah, smash I, it's, and not, you know, not it's the definitely smash not as know, good as smash. doing it in person. Um, yeah, no, it's, it's still know. fun, but yeah, doing it in person to where, like, just seeing someone's face when, you know, they get killed or whatever, it's just, yeah, that's the best. <laughs> well, that's awesome. I uh, hope you guys keep playing yeah. it. That's good. All right, so let's talk about, hey, do you, do you know what's good for the gamer? Uh, Mountain Dew. Are 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 we uh are are we yeah. moving on to news now? Oh, did you yeah, hi, sorry, sorry. Okay. So yeah, I uh I want to talk about uh some real quick. So to, uh I heard this uh on a podcast earlier, and it made me uh aware of an of an anniversary coming up. Okay. And so tomorrow, four twenty is not just uh hey. you know. It's not just let's toke it up. It's not just that day. Uh, it is the 10th anniversary of when the PlayStation 3 store, PlayStation 3 network went down oh, because yeah. of hackers. Yep. Ah, and, dude, you, you know what that uh, means, right? And it was uh, it was down for uh, 24 days. Yeah. That's uh, crazy, which, man. I, I remember that. So which uh, so crazy. twenty four days might not seem like a long time, but it it, it kind of is. It's you know it's it's just it's yeah. just about a month. You know it's and um just you know wanted to go around and uh uh because you know for some people like uh you know that was like a uh I don't know like that was like a you know a quote unquote horrific event oh, for yeah. games because it's something that because some people had their information stolen, some people had their identities stolen and um mm-hmm. and then and then, you know, you know, less less so, but you know, people weren't able to play online in the games that they purchased and um you know, I mean it just you know, for them it was just the inconvenience of not being able to access an online uh store, online games. But yeah, for others it was the 
because the more uh, incom- really bad inconvenience of having mm-hmm. their identity stolen and having people mm-hmm. make per- having people make purchases yeah. with their credit cards and stuff. I'm pretty sure there was a class action lawsuit that happened, and I'm pretty sure people got paid out, and I might have gotten paid out a very very minuscule. Probably. Of money. I mean, but there was another lawsuit for so, uh, the uh, what was what was the the operating system people can use. Josh. I've been paid. Yeah, Linux. The there was a Linux, Linux one. Oh, Linux. I got like six dollars no, out of that. So. <laughs> oh shit! Damn, son. So, um, Andrew, I don't remember. Did did you have your card stolen? Did people make purchases no, not from, from this? The, yeah, not you, from the. Do you remember? PS3. Okay. Uh, Alex, what about you? Did you have a nope. PlayStation Three at that time? I did have a PlayStation Three. I remember when it happened because I was wanting to play DC Universe online. And it was, you know, set to release around the same time. Or I'm pretty sure. And it went down. I'm pretty sure at the time, I was not buying digital games. uh, And I don't think I was a PlayStation Plus subscriber at the time. That early on. So, I think that. Uh, You didn't have. But I had a PlayStation because I didn't need. Sure. So, yeah. What I mean is, like, I don't think they would have had my credit card anyway. Yeah, because I, I don't think I oh, I, I needed to yeah. pay for any anything on their network. So I think I was still buying like yeah. not shark cards, the uh, like yeah. Sony point, mm-hmm. yeah, Sony cards, whatever the hell those things are. Uh, yeah, it was crazy. So, it was like, um, I, I was like, I was like right out of high right out of high school, and it was like right when I was well, kind of not working, that, kind that of working a little two bit. Two years after we were out of high school, so <laughs> yeah, it was two. It was twenty eleven or twenty ten. Oh God, it's te- it's not yeah. anymore. Okay, cool, great. <laughs> yeah. Okay, well, never. Mind. Yes, that was too. But okay, so then mm-hmm. I was working, I was working and going to school at the same time, and like having a console with no online cost was the yeah. one to play online. But like, I remember the, the battle cry coming that. from Xbox gamers at the time was, "This is why we pay." <laughs> mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yep. Mm-hmm. So uh, after everything was back up, Sony ended up offering some free games as compensation for the downtime. Uh, what, do you remember? Did you uh, mm-hmm. did you select any free games, Alex? And what were I they? I did. Um, infamous. Hmm. Wait, wait, let me Google this list. Uh, I'll, I'll, for me, it was um, uh, infamous in a little in a little little big play. Josh, didn't you? That's what I took too. Did you have a PS3 this time or? Okay. Yeah, because yeah, I yeah, think I mine was also infamous and little big planet. So, oh, actually, you know, no, I didn't yeah. have a PS3 at the time, but I but I had a PlayStation Three network account yeah. because I played on yours. Okay, yeah, and yeah, because sure. of that, I got access to free games as well. Um, yeah, I got the same thing. That's a good pregnant pause. Okay, <laughs> uh, so can we? You ready to move on to the news, John? <laughs> okay. Yep. Okay. Well, uh, well, let's start here. You know, Mount, what's great for Mountain gamers? Dew, right? <laughs> uh, close. Uh, uh, very, very close, actually. Um, it is listening to your mm. fucking audience. So, um, well, I mean, most of the time. So, uh, PlayStation is backtracks and closing its uh, PS3 and Vita source. Uh, I guess the announcement came today. Yes. P- 
PSP functionality will end July 2nd. I'm trying to find the... Oh, uh, here's a quote uh, from the Sagion article. When we initially came to the decision and purchasing support for PS3 and PS Vita, it was born out of a number of factors, including commerce, support challenges for older devices, and the ability for us to focus more on our resources and newer devices where a majority of our gamers are playing on Ryan Rope. We see now that many of you are incredibly passionate about being able to purchasing about continuing uh, about being able to continue purchasing classic games PS3 and PS Vita for the foreseeable future. So I'm glad we were able to find a solution to continue operations. So your solution was just to say, yeah, oh, no, but, I don't have to do it. So okay. well, I don't think we know the whole story from this. I think that, yeah, oh, I'm waiting absolutely. to see if uh, we're going to get a some Schreier news on this. I, I hope that we do. Um, because I think that Jim Ryan is talking out of his fucking asshole here. I, I, re- I, I really do. <laughs> well, I think that their lawyers missed something, and I think that someone brought something to their attention and that and now they're legal they feel like they're legally obligated to to keep these stores online for now that's what i think happened i don't think they okay i mean yeah i, I, mean, I, I honestly I don't think they give a shit about what the fans wanted because i i just don't think you come out and you do this and then hear all the outcry from fans uh which by the way I don't think there is that much outcry from fans really because a lot of the comments I'm seeing are people going like, Oh great. Let's keep putting resources to games. No one plays anymore. Even, uh, uh, David Jaffe, who used to be a developer, uh, with Sony tweeted, yay. Now people can go back to never buying anything on these stores. Like Sony knows that people don't normally buy stuff. So on these stores and I just, what I there was some outcry from people being like, oh, you need to preserve your games, blah blah blah, you know, whatever. So I really think that Sony, if they really cared about their fans, would have asked fans before they did this, hey, we're thinking about doing this. Is this something you guys would want, or is this something you guys? Would... But exactly. Sony doesn't fucking talk That's to what I'm saying. So I think that because they don't care, they're not going to care when people complain. So I think that there's something that's something behind the scenes that we don't know yet, and maybe we will never know. Is forcing their hands to do this, and I don't think, I don't think they want to. Okay, yeah. no, like that. That's that's like that's very legitimate. Like that's yeah. entirely possible. Because that, like that does kind of smell like. Hmm, yeah, the the PSP time, stuff isn't think? a big deal because you can buy PSP games on the on the Vita, so. Okay. Uh, well. Uh, yeah. Th- this is this is cool though. Um, However, I think it'd be mo- more cool if Sony put back the ability for developers to put sales on the Vita. Now, what do you mean? By yeah. That? So basically, when Sony does sales, like on their on their PlayStation Network. So if you go on your PS5 and you see a sale for a video game, say fucking MLB to show 20 is on instead of costing $60 it's on sale for $29.99 uh, well actually that's not a good example because that's a Sony game if you look at a third party game say Borderlands 3 it's on sale for $14.99 what happens is Sony uh, either developers send Sony a a like letter being like hey we'd like to put our game on sale or in most cases with the bigger developers, 
Sony sends them a message saying, hey, we're going to do a summer sale, spring sale, whatever. We would like to put your game on sale. Is that okay? Now, with smaller developers, they have to petition Sony to do that. They don't, Sony doesn't come to them. They go to Sony and say, hey, we'd like to put our game on sale. Sony disabled that feature for Vita. They no longer allow developers to do that. And I think that I think now the guy that used to develop for Sony thinks that they did that so people stop buying games on Vita so they could end it sooner, like just close the store. Because who's really going on a Vita and spending forty dollars for a game? Thirty dollars, twenty dollars, whatever. Like I'm not going on and buying anything for full price for a game that's fucking nine years old. Like I'm not doing that. Um. So. Yeah, it'd be cool if they could like let developers actually put things on sale again on the Vita. I don't think they're going to. But... I mean, I I would also, I don't know if you can do it on, um, on PS3 or not. If if, if developers can, but if they cannot, I'd like them. To yeah, do I don't it on I don't PS3 know if they took well. uh, that functionality away or not because I have not. Uh... I have not gone on a store on PS3 in quite some time. I actually had a bug on my PS3 a while ago, Alex. Um, Yeah, I I squashed it. Did you squash Um, it? Yeah, did you? That whenever I would go to the store, the store would never load. It would, like, come up with, like, the Sony logo, and it would just sit there with, like, a scroll wheel, and then the the console would just, like, freeze. It would never load the store. Uh, And so eventually I was like, okay, well, I factory reset the console. Um, I was like, there's no games on this I care about, like, whatever. Uh, So I factory reset it, and then I can get in the store now. It's it's no problem. So I don't know what was wrong with it. Hmm. Okay. You guys know what tomorrow is? 420. Yeah, it is. Um, besides getting way, way, way too high and, you know, just being too high, you can be high at home and be an Xbox Cloud Gamer on your PC or iOS because there's going to be a little yes. beta coming. Um, so, you know, hi. Back in, 20, back in 2015 when they said the cloud was the future with, uh, with Crackdown 3, yes. this is what they meant. This is what they meant, but you know what? I'll, I'll give that one to you. That's a good one. So, Xbox Cloud Gaming is going to be, it's going to, uh, as revealed in Xbox Fire, invites are going to be sent out tomorrow. Those who selected will be able to play over 100 Game Pass games through Edge, Google Chrome, or Safari on xbox.com slash play. Uh, it's time that it's a, going to be in all 22 supported countries. Yeah. And, so uh, this, I cool. mean, this is cool. I'm hoping, uh, I'm hoping I get an invite. Uh, they're only sending invites out I for people who have xbox game pass ultimate um so that i don't know if josh has ultimate do you have ultimate okay i do um yeah you do that because of gold right yeah uh yeah i mean i also i've i've also downloaded a few games on okay Game Pass PC yeah, yeah. and play them, but I do a prim- yeah. I do it primarily for the um, Golden Game Pass combined. Yeah, so yeah, we'll, uh, we'll see if I get an invite. I'll definitely I'll let you know, Alex, if I if I get one or not. Um, That'd be awesome. 
Uh, Andrew, you have an Oculus Quest uh, yeah. too, right? How would you like to uh, I would love to try Resident Evil. I think, here's the thing. So I never wanted to try Resident Evil 7 in VR. Because I was like, this game looked a little bit too realistic. I might shit my pants. However, Resident <laughs> Evil 4 is old enough now that I can be like, this doesn't look that real. It's okay. I can do this. Um, <laughs> it looks very... So, And I keep telling myself that I have this Oculus Quest 2. I need to... Yeah, I need to fucking use, use it. it. And uh, Resident Evil 4 sounds pretty cool. You know, I'll try it out. I actually didn't watch the video they put out for it. I need to watch that. Um, but and then a uh, little other Oculus news here that I saw. This was posted uh, uh, about a week ago, six days ago now. Um, the Oculus announced that you will be able to play uh, games. Some games. Let me see. I didn't read this whole thing yet. Uh, so Oculus Air Link is the next uh, evolution of, of Oculus Link or something, of, or Oculus Air, uh, and it allows the Quest 2 to connect to a gaming PC using Wi-Fi, uh, letting users take advantage of PC VR games like Half-Life Alex without any cables. Um, so I will be able to... Before this, the only way you could play Half-Life Alex is if you're tethered to a PC uh, with your Quest 2, which I had the cord for. I just haven't tried it yet. Um and uh, so you can, uh, it, it will actually support up to 120 hertz uh, over Wi-Fi. Um, so, yeah, uh, Half-Life Alex is another game that I'm super interested in trying. Andrew, is your, uh, does your ultra-wide monitor what? support 120 hertz? Uh, no, it goes up to 100. Okay. So... Uh, someone's having a lot of fun in the background, Alex. I yeah, I can't make out what she's saying. I just hear like a. She's she's there's a dumbass Arby's commercial. That's that's in the fucking uh, vein of uh huh. Fly by fucking Sugar Ray, and it's something about crinkle cut fries. So she's singing it to him <laughs> and he's laughing about it. Yeah. He's being in two months old is very funny. Yeah. I Isn't that right? Yeah, he's just laughing over here. It's awesome. Oh, God. Oh, jeez. I could go for some french fries. I'm hungry as yeah. hell. Uh, Andrew, tell me about this new Apex character. Uh, so today, a new Apex character for Season 9 was announced, uh, and their name is Valkyrie. Um, and they are the Ooh. pilot of a pilot from Titanfall. Is that what I just there's said? Sorry, she is. They're the, they the are the child. daughter. Yeah, they are the said. daughter of a pilot. Oh. <laughs> oh, okay. I was like <laughs> a pilot of a pilot. The fuck does that mean? Titanfall, Jesus Christ. Uh, I'm not high right now, so um, <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Uh, so after a good amount of Titanfall content teases from Apex Legends developer, uh, Respawn finally confirmed that its latest hero is directly tied to Titanfall. The new hero, Valkyrie, is set to, quote, forge her own legacy in Apex games uh, with the help of the remnants of her father's North Star Titan, end quote. Um, see, Respawn also released a new stories from the Outlines trailer to introduce introduces Valkyrie. Uh, let's see. So daughter of famed pilot of famed Titan pilot Viper, 
Valkyrie inherited her father's love of flight, but not his sense of duty. Um, and a heated moment with Blisk, uh, where he speaks to Little Viper um, with respect, challenging her to be better. That sentence doesn't sound right. Um, yeah. Uh, with <laughs> Valkyrie joining the arena, keep your eyes open for more Apex Legends news this week. Uh, let's see. Let's see what it's, if it says what the new season is called. Um, uh, it doesn't say in this, but Apex Legends Season 9 called I think it's just called uh, Apex Apex Legends Legacy. So they're not actually calling it uh, Season 9. Um, but one second. Alright, sorry. My dog was biting his foot. Uh, <laughs> so there's, there's a new bow and arrow weapon coming to Apex uh, that looks kind of cool. I really hope it's I really hope it's like uh, what's to say? A powerful, deadly weapon for those with the skill to wield it, capable of inflicting tremendous damage at medium range. You'll need to make each shot count. Okay. Um, and then Olympus, which is one of the maps, says that uh, an infection has sprung loose on Olympus, strangling the city with roots and natural growths. So, might be interesting. Um, okay. So, yeah. Okay, I'll, okay, okay. Check it out. Maybe, uh, this Valkyrie character might be cool. All right. Well, um, anything else in the news? Just uh, real quick, uh, this former developer for Nintendo, uh, his name is Takaya Imamura, uh, just recently left Nintendo. Uh, I'm assuming by leaving, they mean retired or something, because he was there for 32 years. Um he was a key development member on classic games like Star Fox, F-Zero, and Majora's Mask. Um, yes, and his retirement became a topic of conversation throughout the industry when he announced it on Twitter back in January. Um, so he said in an interview that... Uh, where is this specifically about F-Zero? Um, okay, this is a... I didn't realize this article is like his whole interview. Anyway, he basically said that... Uh, um, F zero that he said F zero isn't dead. Yeah, he said F zero isn't dead, but is this really hard to bring back because they haven't come up with a good enough idea for it yet? Yeah. Um, and and I would argue that until that happens, F zero is dead. Yeah. Um. Yeah, I, which I, I, what did uh I, I saw a interesting tweet from uh Per Schneider, who is the uh one of the what would you call him? He's not like the CEO, uh, but he's one of the no, like I, the, he's he's one of the higher ups at IGN. Oh, he is this he's the CCO of IGN, um, but he's been with IGN since like the beginning. Uh, but yeah. he tweeted. Um, I don't see it anymore. Uh, but anyway, it was uh, basically about how... Uh... Oh, here it is. Um, 
It's definitely true that the futuristic racing genre has struggled, but Captain Falcon is also in the immensely popular Smash Bros. games, trading on his star power and perhaps adding a Kirby Air Ride-style open-hub multiplayer mode and pickups could be pretty compelling. Um, so I, I agree with that. Uh, there was another tweet, I, I can't find it, but someone had mentioned how there was another uh, property, another IP, which I can't, um, I don't remember which one they said, but it's weird how Nintendo will keep bringing that IP back, but yet they can't just make another F-Zero. Um, it's just weird to me. Like, I just feel like if Nintendo would just just do it, just make an F-Zero game, and it doesn't matter if it's similar to the last one, because the last one came out 18 years ago. There's a whole generation of players that have never played it before. Like, I don't get it. Just put it out. It have better graphics, put a story mode in it, whatever, and just make it. I don't get why they they have this incessant thing on there has to be a gimmick with it. I mean, I think it's the same reason why we haven't seen a good good Metroid game in quite a long time, especially a good good first-person Metroid game. And it's that they, you know, they feel like they they need to come up with a brand new idea and they can't just iterate on ideas that they've already established. And it's, it's frustrating because we got, we got that uh, 2d Metroid game for 3ds back in like 2016, I think 2015, 2016. And it had been the first 2d Metroid game in like almost a decade uh, before that. And it's, they're just it's like they're incapable of just iterating on ideas that they've already put forth yeah so here's this this other tweet someone had said to him saying i think nintendo has a tendency to overthink Star Fox and f-zero nintendo talks about how f-zero needs new ideas or innovations but for two decades they've been throwing new ideas at Star Fox with mixed results and mixed critical reception do they always need to reinvent the wheel i think it's a good question like why just put out the fucking game. Just make it. I don't get why they have to reinvent the wheel with everything. Like, like how everyone wanted a, a good Star Fox game, but instead they put out fucking what's that Star Fox game on on Wii U? Um, Star Fox Assault was it? I don't. But whatever it was, it was awful because they just threw in the motion controls with it, and it was just horrible. Yeah, I mean, it it sucks that. I mean. <laughs> The last good, uh, the last good Star Fox game we've we've got was, I mean, probably uh, Star Fox Adventures on GameCube. Yeah. You know? I mean, which which kind of which kind of sucks, but I mean, I think Star Fox is one of those is one of those uh, IP that's it's kind of got more nostalgia than what it's worth. Like people people remember those games being really good. But I think it's just nostalgia goggles because I don't think the games were that great to begin with. Mm-hmm. Yeah. But and it's another one of those series that uh, honestly, just like Metroid, they're very popular, but they haven't sold incredibly well. Yeah. Well, we uh we shall see. Hey boys. So, topic of the podcast. Oh, wait. Yeah, no, I'm you guys I'm good, good to go. go. Do you guys want to take a break? Or... Yeah, I'm going too long. Yeah. All right, let's go. Let's get right into it. 
Right. So uh, the topic of the podcast is favorite video games. Violence, very much violence. <laughs> All of these are violent things. Uh, actually, one of them, one of them, yeah. a couple of them, I can, I can say, you know, I can say aren't violent. Um, but I have a lot. So I have two, four, six, ten, twelve, eighteen. Uh, they're in no order. They're all just, they're all just things that yeah. just came to me when I was thinking of stuff. Um. I don't have like a, a favorite favorite, but I have some. I have at least two that I would say oh, I could put them up there. Um, Josh, do you know? How, how many uh, you I have? have, I have a top ten, and then I have three honorable mentions. Awesome, awesome. Why don't, you know what? Give me your give me your honorable all mentions. Right. Um, all right, so Gosh, start there. Uh, my first honorable mention, just because I couldn't think of like a specific one, just just uh, blasters, laser weapons, and Star Wars. Uh, you know, just you know, love using okay. them. There's been a lot of variety in the in a lot of different Star Wars games. Um, Lame, but uh, but they're just you know, there's they're fun to use. Who doesn't who doesn't like using blasters? Yeah, you're um, going too broad with it. I didn't know if you're gonna. I, why, why don't, how come I just don't say pistols? Just any pistol um, from any video game. Okay, okay. Well, I I will say my my favorite my favorite blaster is from the um. Uh, Star Wars Jedi Knight Jedi Outcast and Star Wars Jedi Knight Jedi Academy, which that is the E11 blaster rifle, and this is a blaster rifle that stormtroopers use. So it was just, it was just really fun to use in the games. Um, next one is um, I, I just put Apex weapons because I couldn't really think of a specific. <laughs> I just couldn't. Hold on, um, you cut, Josh, you cut out for me right there. <laughs> oh, okay. I, I put Apex weapons. Okay. I couldn't think of a specific Apex weapon to put on there. Um, <laughs> just, I mean, I just, I yeah. The scout. I love um, the scout. I'll, I'll say, straight up saying, I think. Oh, my favorite weapon is uh, bullets. <laughs> I, I, I think out of all of the uh, battle royale games, uh, I feel like the Apex weapons has Apex has the best weapons in my opinion. Um, oh, yeah. and then uh, the uh, the longbow in Gears of War, the uh, the sniper rifle. I uh, it's one of my favorite sniper rifles to use, and I I I love getting headshots and and you know seeing some of the head pop like a watermelon, and then hearing that iconic like that that you know that almost like a water balloon popping sound as you uh, as you do a headshot. <laughs> so those those are my three honorable mentions. Okay. Awesome. Do you have yeah, any honorable mentions? Yeah, I, I, I got a few here. Um, as I'm trying to just get my dog preoccupied here. Hey, have you tried, like, just letting it no. go to bed? At, whenever I'm doing my podcast, or our podcast, after about an hour, he gets, like, super, like, pay attention to me. <laughs> so, um, I gave him a toy. Now he's playing <laughs> with that. Um, so, yeah, uh, my honorable... You guys probably heard that. Um, my honorable mentions right now are <laughs> the battle rifle from Halo. So which which good. version of the battle rifle is your favorite? <laughs> Probably the one from uh, uh, Halo Two. Okay. Um, and then okay. the I also had the gear sniper, the longbow. Uh, I think it has one of my favorite sounds. Okay, okay. Just when you hear a headshot go off, just that like that popping noise. Yep. It was it was so good. Uh, and then the Ooh, the geez. torque bow from Gears of War. Oh, 
Yeah, that's, that's, yeah. that's a good one too. Which I was, uh, it'd be cool if like the what the that new bow and arrow thing from uh, Apex was, be cool if it was similar to Torque Bow, but it doesn't sound like it is. So those are my honorable mentions. Okay, so I, I'll take a couple and then I'll just talk about from my honorable mentions. So I will do nice. plasma grenade from Halo. Sticking a motherfucker in the face with a plasma grenade is just, mm-hmm. just badass thing you can do. It makes me feel so nice. Uh, one that's just personal, Vega's Claw okay. from Street Fighter. Yeah. Uh, Vega is a character in Street Fighter, and I yeah. like to use him, and I think his claw okay. is fucking badass. Yeah. So, so, I like that. Uh, the mm, Pixelator yes. from Ratchet and Clank. Um, big mm. fan of that, because it's real funny. <laughs> it's, it's, it's so noticeable. Like, I'll, I'll be playing, and uh, I'll shoot it, and you'll just see him, like, you know, start moving. Yeah. It's, it's funny. Um, uh, another, you know what? I'll do another one. Uh, Groovatron from Ratchet and Clank 2016. That one's also funny. <laughs> that was really funny. <laughs> have a have a have a fucking random ass aliens dance. Adorable. Uh, but yeah, I I'll call those my uh, I'll call those my my honorable mentions. Okay. Yeah, I like the uh, I like the Groovatron. The Groovatron also, I think it's funny. All right. So why don't we start? Just why don't you guys start your tens? All right, I'll uh, I'll, I'll, I'll go first. Uh, number ten is uh, the Fire Flower from Super Mario. Um, I like uh, Super Mario World and getting that Fire Flower, and then uh, not feeling invincible, but feeling like you're like, all right, all right, bitches, I can fight back now. Other other than just stepping on your head, I can you know I can I can take you out other ways. Um, so it's and then doing the uh doing the spin where he spins up and then he shoots uh. Uh, fireballs on either side of them. Mm-hmm. Um, I, I, I think I, I think it's probably, I think it's probably the best power up in uh in Super Mario World. Uh, I know a lot of people like the cape, but I like the fire flower. Okay. Uh, my ten yeah, is ten. uh the Groovatron from Wrecking. Like, yeah, it's just nice. Technically, yes. it's not even a weapon because if you just went to like a dance floor and shot it. Like, you're not hurting anyone. They're just all grooving. <laughs> it's just more like they're busy dancing. That's when you can shoot them with other guns. Um, yeah. Uh, yeah, but yeah. Uh, when uh, when when they're dancing, when they when they're dancing, don't they eventually don't they eventually die if they keep dancing? Uh, I don't remember if they die or not. I think they eventually just stop okay. dancing and start shooting you. I think if you if you let it last long enough, I don't know. Okay. So my number ten, I'll just put uh, my mm. number ten is Mr. Zarkon yeah. from Ratchet and Clank. Probably, my, that's my favorite. That thing's fucking hilarious. Mm-hmm. It's like the stupid quibby yep. one-liners sometimes that are just like, what the fuck? <laughs> and sometimes we'll just be like walking and he'll say some weird shit. And you're just like, what? Huh? Okay. Mm-hmm. Uh, and he kicks a lot of ass. He fucking kicks a lot of ass. <laughs> uh, Josh, what is your number nine? My number nine is uh, Zenyatta's orbs from Overwatch. Um, I Zen, Zenyatta was Ooh, my that's he was a uh, he was my main in Overwatch, and I 
uh, you know, I like shooting my orbs of people, but I also like doing the where uh, you'd hold, uh, you'd, you'd hold the trigger and then you shoot all of them at once for like a power attack. Um, and then they they weren't the strongest weapon in the game, but I thought they were, they were pretty effective. And then you could also, if you're if you strafed, you could almost like curve them at people. Oh wow! Uh, my number <laughs> Andrew, nine is number a plasma nine. grenade um, from Halo. I just. It's just one of those that, like, Ooh. I've never really seen a weapon like that before Halo. Um, it's just a way no, it's... No, neither have I. Yeah. Like, I, I've used, like, military shooters like yep. Semtex and stuff in, like, Rainbow Six and Tom Clancy games, but nothing yeah. like that. Nothing a blue yeah, ball Yeah, it's basically like you're just throwing like, a baseball oh, and it just it. sticks to whatever it hits. And it, and what's funny is it yeah. doesn't even stick to... It only <laughs> sticks much, to man. people. Like, you can't throw it on a wall. If you hit, if you throw it on a wall, it just yeah, falls it, around. Yeah. Um, Dang, but yeah, like that having was, was sticking cool someone with it yeah. is was so satisfying. But like walking out of like a building and seeing like come right out of your face and then your face is like on fire before you explode with a it, it was fun. All right, so my number nine is the Hammer of Dawn from Gears of War. Um, I like this specifically in the multiplayer. When you would pick it up and you would just hold down, start to hold down the trigger, and you'd hear that noise, yep. and you're just like, "Ah, fuck, we gotta go." Um, or, or you would just do it to fuck with them when you just point it and make the noise, and there's nothing there. That was funny too. But I also liked how much damage and destruction it did, and I did like how it was used in the in the campaign. I thought it was a really cool, like, last ditch effort to defeat whatever giant yeah. monster they were trying to get, and whatever fucking, you know, whichever one. So. Yeah. Okay, so that's number nine. Number eight, Josh. Oh, and number eight is, uh, it's called. It's a weapon from Mass Effect, uh, two and three specifically, and it's called the M ninety six Matok. And it was. Is that the? Or is that like that starting? No. Um, the Avenger is like the starting um uh, uh assault rifle, but this one it's a it's a single shot, uh rifle, and it's uh it's pretty powerful. And I just like using it because it's it's very accurate, and it's got you know it's got good power for an assault rifle. And uh, one of my favorite things is going up to somebody and then just uh, uh, hitting the trigger really rapidly and just putting uh, all sixteen rounds of the clip into somebody really fast. Um, so uh, I'm actually excited to check out those weapons again in Max Effect. I don't remember. So it was so, it was a DLC weapon in Mass Effect Two. And then, uh, was it okay? So, did, did either one of you get the Dragon Age armor in that game? Yeah, I, I, I didn't like yeah, it. I got it. And there was a gun with it, too. No, okay, no, I thought it looked kind of dope for a little bit. Okay, continue. uh, Andrew, oh, uh, your uh, first. my number eight would be the Frag Grenade from Gears of War. <laughs> like, dude, the way you could stick stuff in the way that like, it just the, like the God. like when you stuck in stuff and then hearing the the do 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 like right before it explodes but sticking people with it was the best was just you go up and you and you stick them with it and then dive away and they just know like I am there's literally nothing mm-hmm. I can do to, I'm dead there's like you got like two like, seconds you, you need to yeah. do is the only thing you can do is try to kill a person. Exactly, by di- trying to dive into them. You know? 
Yep. Yeah, that's um, right. And yeah, then, and then, if you remember, uh, you could not stick walls in Gears of War One. It was that was uh, that was oh, yeah, Gears right. War Two, and that yeah, yeah, and that that put yeah. a whole new uh, strategy to it. Yeah, because they're it eventually turned them into like uh, they're like mines you just leave across. Like you don't know if you yeah. round a the corner, yeah. there's gonna be a fucking grenade mm-hmm. in the wall. You mm-hmm. just don't know. Okay, so my number eight, that's number, number eight is The Hidden Blade from Assassin's Creed. Um, it's iconic. It's dope when you end up killing a character, regardless of its main character or character in general, uh, and jumping up and jumping on top of your enemies, stabbing them in the neck is so, so satisfying. <laughs> Did you right, uh, did seven. you like the double hidden blades more than the single? Mm. I don't think so. I think I like the uh, single more, just because I, I I always felt like the yeah. single blade assassination. Uh, what cool. what I like doing is having the blade out and then parrying with it. At, like, oh, I'm such a badass. I don't need a sword to beat you. I just use my hidden blade. Yeah, you you did. Yeah. Gosh. That's a dickhead thing to do. Okay, so my uh, my next um, my number seven is the Master Sword from Legend of Zelda. Um, there we go. That's and, awesome. that's that's my number five. And I I was really racking my brain on like which which Zelda game would be my favorite master has my favorite Master Sword, and I got I gotta go with Ocarina of Time. I think it's uh, yep, it's iconic, know, like think. having. Having the charge attack and eventually getting the the charge attack, the the, the second tier charge attack, um, it's yeah, it's it's iconic and it's 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 such yep. a great weapon. Uh, my next would be the service weapon from Control. Um, now this is an object <laughs> of power, uh, and so the gun can take different forms. Um, so it can be a pistol, it can be the the shotgun, the the machine gun, whatever. But it's just the way it like just changes forms in your hand, uh, and then the different um like uh, upgrades you can put on it. Uh, I think I thought it was really cool. So I think it I think it controls extremely well. I love the service weapon. Yeah, your kid laughed at that one too. Yeah. Oh, your baby. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, my baby thought that was um, pretty good too. Yeah, he, he laughed some like crappy jokes. Okay, so let's see. Number would be at Go. seven. Um, let's do Frostmourne from World of Warcraft. Frostmourne uh, is a dope ass weapon that uh, Arthas. Has and carries around and beats your ass with, or eventually you get your own version of it, which is called Shadowborn, which is very, 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 very lengthy quest to get it. Um, it just looks dope and it's cool because every time it kills, it takes a soul. So that's pretty dope. Souls that take swords that take souls, always a fan. Um, all right, so I, uh, uh, my number six was the Master Sword, so you oh, can okay. skip my. Uh, my number six is the baseball bat from Super Smash Super yep. Smash Bros. Nice. Um, I like it is so great when you have a when you have the baseball bat and you you do the home run uh, home run attack and you just you just hear that 
mm-hmm. that ping sound that like it it sounds like uh someone someone hitting a ball with a metal bat and you just know that like not 99% chance that that person yep. dialed the map um I mean, you know, there's all there's always like the random chance, and they might get hit by yeah. something else after they get hit with the baseball bat, and they're staying. But it's 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 such a it's such a fun KO move. Yeah, best weapon in the game, best item in the game. Um. Uh, my next uh is the Nasher shotgun from Gears of War. <laughs> uh, definitely my favorite shotgun in any game. Yeah. Absolutely. Um, Even though it pisses and me off, yeah. You have to right learn here. like pretty much how to hip fire in a game. You you have to like you can aim it obviously sometimes, mm-hmm. but you have mm-hmm. to know just how to the how to round the corner and just shoot it without aiming. What was key to be able to kill um, people, so. Of course, it was it was always nice when you're host and you got the uh, the host choke on your shotgun. That would oh, that yes. would make the uh, it, may, it would make it more powerful mm-hmm. from the longer range. Um, uh, all right. Um, my number five is the energy sword from Halo. And, nice. That's my number five too. Um, whoa! Look at that. Uh, Andrew, is it no. is it your number five? <laughs> oh darn. Um, it's. I gotta say, I think. Probably Halo Three is my favorite energy sword out of all of them, um, but I, it's such an iconic weapon and it's it's so, it is so lightsaberish, but they never let you use it like a lightsaber. And I really, I really hope that in the next Halo they, I I don't know like maybe, even even if when you attack people, if if there's like if there's like some cool executions or something you can do with it, um, just. Uh, it, it always seems like something would be so cool to like slice someone's head off with, but you're never able to. No, no decapitations, never. So dumb. Uh, Alex, you got anything to say about the about the energy sword? Yeah, the energy sword is badass, and every time you got it on a map, you feel like the most bad motherfucker in the room. People are like, "Oh shit, he's got the fucking sword." Yep. And then some asshole comes up with that shotgun and teabags you, and then I get sad. <laughs> No, the energy sword is dope as fuck. When uh, when you're playing the Halo 2 campaign and you get to be the elite, I forget his name, and he activates the the energy sword for the, the first ar- time. The oh. Arbiter. The Arbiter, thank were, you. Were it so easy. Voiced by a... Uh, All right. Uh, yeah, that... Dude no. who does got a war, No, right? the, like, or, no, the, the um, guy who did Anderson. Uh, uh, yeah, yeah. Yeah, yep. the guy with just Captain yeah. Anderson Mass Effect. Uh, I don't yeah. remember his name off the top of my head. I did voices in like uh, Saint Drone and stuff too. So, um, yeah. So, uh, am I up next or? Uh, my next yep. weapon of sure. choice, number five, would be the Leviathan Axe from God of War. Ooh, okay, that is my number that's three. My, that's okay. my number four. This, I mean, what kind of say this weapon makes you feel like Thor? It was just so good. Yes. Yeah. And from how far you can recall it, who just... who would have possibly <laughs> thought that like someone could make a God of War game with a weapon that's better than the Blades of Chaos? I hate the Blades of Chaos. Yeah, but I mean, really like God of... 
I, I mean, I like the Blades of Chaos. I thought they so when I saw that they weren't going to have it, and from obviously people thought they made it seem like the Blades of Chaos weren't in the game. Um, obviously, you get them later. Uh, so just starting out, you're just like, okay, what's with this axe? And then you start using it, you're like, this thing is fucking awesome. It it is cool, and it. It makes you feel like a fucking Jedi, and you're not even playing a Star Wars game. And they, I, Disney needs to make. They need to get a developer to make a Star Wars game that a lightsaber throw handles just like that. It would yeah. it would be so badass. Yep. Okay. All right. So, so um, I just had. Four. Yeah. So what's your number four, Alex? Uh, the hammer from Mario. Um, oh, okay. I, I uh, like from like it. Paper I, Mario? So, uh, another. Uh, maybe I'm not thinking. Oh, I'm sorry. Not the. Not the. I am. Oh, okay. Star. I was like, what? I was, I was thinking. Like, oh, okay. What are you talking okay. about? So, uh, so okay. the reason why I said that is, is because I was imagining the yeah. Super Smash Brothers one, and I was getting those confused. No, it's okay. that. It's the star because it's the. It was the mm-hmm. motion I was thinking of. The yeah. So like the the invincibility star. Okay. Yeah. Yep. Yep. I just love mm-hmm. running oh, yeah. motherfuckers with it and watching them all fly off screen. And jumping really far and then dying mm-hmm. when you can't, you know, hit a <laughs> hit a platform because you're dumb. Uh, but yeah, fun, that fun fact. Fun, uh, fun fact: the star actually irradiates Mario, and his radiation is killing everybody. <laughs> kind of okay, bleak. great. Did, you know, you know what else it did? It's, it's, Do you it's know not what a fun fact. It, it killed him. It killed him. Yeah. About, uh, fun fact: everyone gets cancer that Mario is. <laughs> it's <not> fun. <laughs> is that why Louis is? Wait, is that why Luigi's so tall? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Huh. Does Interesting. Can, does, does, does cancer make you tall? Apparently, well, yeah, it makes you have something. Okay, yeah, we're going <laughs> to get continue. off of this. So it's, it's, it's my turn. Um, <laughs> my number four is yes. the Black Widow Sniper from Mass Effect. Uh, this upgraded Ooh, the okay. Widow Sniper that was came goodness. out in Mass Effect 2. Was the Black Widow in 2 or was that only in 3? I think it was in two. Um, um, it was this. It, uh, it was the the widow. It was. I in think two and the black widow was a DLC three. weapon for two, though. I, I think so. Um, okay. So basically, I'm, Alex, there was a widow out, sniper maybe. rifle that was basically like a fifty cal, and that when you shot it, when Shepard reloaded it, it made a really nice like, like when you reload it. Um, but the black widow, you only got one shot before you got to reload. Um. But the Black Widow, you can shoot three oh, wow. times before you reload, um, and it's it's super. It's the the best sniper in the game. You just feel like a fucking badass um, shooting that thing from a distance. Um, it's 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 so great when you get a headshot too. It's um, you just you, you just know like yeah. you, you just took their head off. There's nothing left. So that is uh, my number four. Okay. All right, so um, did you do your number four, Alex? Yeah, it was the star. Okay, so on to number three. So this weapon's from Fallout Three, and it was it's called Lincoln's Mm. Repeater. Yeah. Oh, I remember that. I remember that. uh, This is a uh, it's a it's like an upgrade to the hunting rifle that they had in the game, and this it it was unique, and it it look uh, it it looks it looks so badass. And it, uh, I think, if I remember, it was a lever-action rifle. Um, 
and it's um it, you you found it in you found it it's somewhere in in dc like in the uh, in the mall uh, and i don't mean like a shopping mall but in, in dc they have uh, what's called the mall and um it was like in it was like on display and you get it and it's 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 a vast vastly superior hunting rifle and it, it's it was so fun to use my favorite weapon in games nice Okay, my number three was Leviathan X. Nice. So, uh, Andrew, uh, my number three is the Master Sword. Um, specifically, nice. probably okay. from Ocarina of Time. I mean, they're all great. Like, yeah, yeah. Excuse me. All right, so number two. Uh, I guess on the number two, uh, my number two is the Lancer from Gears of War. That's my number one. Um, oh, nice. Um, I think it's it's so the chainsaw bayonet is so iconic, and it's so uh, it, it's so it's so gory, but also uh, so what what's the best word? Um, iconic. Well, sure, iconic, but it's so um, satisfying when you go up and especially if you if you come up in the unsuspecting player multiplayer and you and you just chainsaw him, and it's just it's it's. Uh, it, it's so satisfying to do. Uh, the only, the only thing that kind of sucks is that once you start, once you get chainsawed and it starts the animation, there's no way to get out of it. So, like if if I come up and start chainsawing Andrew, and then before I start cutting Andrew, Alex comes up and kills yeah. me, Andrew's still dead. Yeah. You know. Yep. Which 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 kind of sucked. I wish there's. I wish, I wish you know they could uh, add a way to like interrupt it somehow. Uh, but. It, it's it it was always so fun to just it's like a meat grinder just take them out. I like but also it. also I I uh, also I thought it was just all around you know a really good uh, assault mm-hmm. rifle. Um, it was a great way in the campaign and multiplayer just lay some fire down either covering fire or just you know try to try to whittle an enemy down with damage and then let someone else you know take him out. Uh, I like. I, I can remember the first time that I revved up that engine for that chainsaw, man, and that was just such mm-hmm. a badass feeling. Man, whoever came up with that, I don't know if it was Cliffy B or if it was someone else at Epic, but it, they they deserve a they deserve a gold medal. Absolutely, lifetime achievement award, like no joke. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> All right. So my right, uh, number two. Uh, this one's a little different. It's uh, they're not particularly powerful, but I really love the dual SMGs oh, nice. from Halo too. So uh, the I had a giant poster of of the cover of Halo two, and I've always mm, looked at the yeah. dual SMGs. They look so badass, and yeah. I, and I love running around that really small. I don't remember what map it is, but it was a really dope small map that had those scattered out throughout it. And I love yep. running around that map, whoops some ass with them. Uh, I just felt bad as fuck. Dual build SMGs just whooping ass, and specifically the Halo Two ones. Halo Two SMGs were the best. Anything after that were handless. So, um, three four three confirmed that they're not bringing back dual wielding for Halo Infinite. Do you do you wish they would bring back dual wielding? Nah, I'm not like as like I don't know. Well, I'm not like longing for it. It was nostalgic for the game that yeah. I said at the time. Yeah, I. I I kind of wish they would bring it back because it's it's almost like a uh, give and take. You gain you gain more damage from the second weapon, 
but also you you lose the ability to throw grenades. Right, right. Okay, uh, my Andrew, number two is number the R three hundred one from Apex Legends. Um, this is uh, okay, my favorite okay. gun in the game, especially when you get the anvil receiver with it. It uh, basically so the R three hundred one is an automatic weapon. It's a, uh, a, a assault rifle, a light assault rifle. But when you put the anvil receiver, on, what, Josh? Yeah, I, I would, I would, I would almost describe it as like, almost like some machine gun. No, category, it's not though, know? because the R ninety nine is, a and, and I know the three hundred one is. Yeah, the three hundred one oh, is just the light doing. assault rifle. I mean, yeah. I mean, R ninety nine. I almost, I almost consider that like a machine pistol, you know. Like that's yeah. that's almost how weak it is, you know. Um, but I, I, I feel like it's, I feel like it's like a, it's like a submachine gun, uh, machine, like machine gun, like hyper. Um, uh, but yeah, so but I, if, you know, if you get the anvil receiver, go ahead. you can change it to uh, single fire, but it uses two rounds per shot. But it makes uh it makes shots do thirty five to forty damage per hit. Um, so if you come up on someone, you just shoot them with that. It freaking just takes your shields away fast. Um, and then if, so if you have like, say you have that gun for like mid range, and then you have like a a Spitfire for like close range, it it that's that's like my my perfect loadout there. Um, but uh, but yeah, I just love. Anytime we're playing, I'm always looking out for a 301 in uh, that anvil receiver. So, I would say the only downside to the anvil receiver is that it's kind of in the name. It makes your bullets heavier, so it has more of an arc when you shoot, like a, like a downward arc. So you really need to um, yeah, but I mean for that yeah, if you're shooting that gun's not meant for long range, range. though. So yeah. Um, and then the best part about it is if you attach the, the anvil, it doesn't like make it to where you can only use uh, single fire. So if you get up close and nasty with someone, you can change it to the automatic real fast and then it'll, it'll like shut them up <laughs> close. So, yeah. Up close and nasty. All right, are we up to number one? Yeah, number one. Mine was the last. All right, so okay, uh, so my number one, obviously, I gotta go with the iconic lightsaber. Like it, I wanted to put it, that on my list. I was like, eh, buying through. Uh, it it is uh in just about every game that has a lightsaber. It is it is like so much fun to use, and whether whether you're on offense and you're just you know, uh, you're hitting people and slicing people with it, or you're on defense and, and you're blocking laser blasts back. Um, I, I will say the only the only downside to the lightsaber is that there's not many games that make it like realistic to use. Like, I think Jedi Fallen Order and the Star Wars Jedi Knight games are the most accurate representations mm-hmm. of a lightsaber in, in a game. Um, especially if you're playing Jedi Knight Jedi uh, Outcast on PC and you do a mod to where you can you can dice people up. Uh, that's it's it's really fun and that that really makes it realistic to where you're like slicing arms, legs, hands, feet, uh, cut them in half. Um, cut them in half. That's that's like that's like the most accurate representation I've ever seen of like uh, what it would be like you know realistically yeah. fight with a lightsaber. 
Um, and then, uh, I just it's a great offensive weapon and defensive weapon. So, nice. that's my number one. Nice. Is it me now? All right, my number one yes. is Samus's arm cannon from Super Smash Brothers. Wow. So my main in Smash is Samus, and I have a good Samus. I'm like I'm good. Uh, I don't I don't want to you know I don't Samus, like shooting my own horn, but I've been told from people who are very good at Smash that I have the best Samus that they've ever seen. So. But the thing about Samus' Iron Cannon, it just it doesn't just power up the blast and shoot it like a fucking Kamehameha or whatever. You shoot rockets out of it, out of out of her arm cannon, which is also a great like distractor. Because if I shoot rockets, sometimes I want to hit you with those rockets, Alex. Sometimes I just want to like slap you across the face with a rocket. But other times, other times I want to hit you with that blast, but I don't want you to think <laughs> the blast is coming. So I'll shoot a rocket first. And then I'll hide the blast right behind it. So you block the rocket, but then that blast comes and just like fucking ruins your day. So. Um, it, uh, she also has uh, the the grabbing motion yeah. with, with her arm cannon. Yeah, uh, like it shoots the, out like the, uh, yeah. the I don't want to say a whip. It's, uh, it's more like, almost like a, like a, like an energy, yeah. energy rope that you go and grab someone with. Um, so. Like uh, the the people have been. Um, she has she has the sorry, but she has the uh, the fire, yeah. the fire um, attack with it. The our friends that we've been, so. uh, we've been playing with, one of their guys is is he's the, he's a better player than I am, uh, Colt. But the thing is, is like he's good. He's very good with a lot of characters, to whereas I'm only very good with one character. <laughs> So he has like an arsenal of like six, seven, eight characters that he can just fucking ruin your day with any day of the week. I have one character, <laughs> so um, I mean, um, you, you need to you need to broaden your horizons because for me, I got I got Captain Falcon as my main, of course. But then I got Bowser, I got Pikachu. Um, I've even been known to uh, uh, to fight yeah, you're with, fucking uh, obnoxious with Mario from time to time. Like I'm sorry. Like, <laughs> yeah, I know. He's, he's he's great to use because they yeah. they made they made him so and much more fast and agile and in, in Smash Bros. Ultimate. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, he, he can he can take all that damage. Um, but and yeah, he, so anyway, uh, when I was done playing with uh, my friends last night, um, our last match we did, uh, I won, and at the end, Colt was just like, "I fucking hate Samus." <laughs> You know, I was like, that's funny when I'm playing with all my friends the first night. I hear that a lot. <laughs> um, yeah. Because you're a dick. Uh, yeah. Sam- Samus is the kind of character that if you... Samus is not the character that you want to go up in, in, like, in like, you know, close quarters combat, just right in the, right in the trenches and just hashing it out. Because Samus is more like, like the range... And she doesn't have like, she's not super like, um, uh, you know, she's not like a Mortal Kombat character. I would say, you know, she's not gonna be up close doing all these, all these crazy moves. I mean, she's she's got kicks and punches. Yeah, she but can though. Not, she, like, like, combo kicks there, and combo I can get up punches. there and mix it up. But the thing is, what what people don't understand is there's ways to 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 counter 
Samus. Because the thing is, is like, I want to get my charge, uh, my blast charge up all the way. And but if you have a character that has ranged weapon, like say for Fox, Fox can just continually shoot his little fucking laser pistol and interrupt Samus charging up her blast. Um, but if you want to try and just run in and try and stop me, then that's that's where people run into problems. Um, but and it's it's also like you can't just be shooting Samus's blast willy nilly. You can't. You just can't shoot them like, oh, I, I can just charge another one. Because your last Alex, your last blast you charge could be your last one. Could be your last one. <laughs> so you well, need to know note, when to shoot um, your shot, Alex. You uh, need to know. Uh, <laughs> there's a red button that says finish recording. I'm about to hit this. Uh, any last um, thoughts before I So the other thing about Sam. No, I'm kidding. <laughs> So, so, real quick before we go, Alex, when you play Smash, okay. who's your main? Uh, Meta Knight. Yeah. Really, really. Enjoy. It's okay. always nice when you see okay. uh, All right. characters that people main that you don't normally see. Like uh, our buddy Colt is insanely mm-hmm. good with the Wii Fit trainer. Yes. Oh my what? god, I've never really seen anyone play what? that character, but no, when he play, dude, we're getting our fucking asses kicked by that character. Huh. Yeah. And Trainer has Yeah, has a charge of last like famous. Barely oh. interesting. It's like what what <laughs> like what <laughs> what kind of energy what kind of energy is she using? Is she using is she using yoga her key? No, she, she I think uh, I think they said that sometimes she's when she charges it, she says like power of the sun or something like that. So yeah. I think she's supposed to be son. like what doing yoga in the sun and Dark using, Soul character? I don't know. Yeah. No, fuck that. No, man, what the hell? Crazy no. shit right there. Alright, well, on that note, since we all know that uh we fit trainer is yes. uh getting power from the sun. Yeah. Yeah, by should, the way, have uh, you guys been hearing Bo uh, just going ham on this I fucking toy the whole time? Okay, I'm sorry. Yeah, dude, <laughs> that dog's having the day of his life. No, yeah. that's funny. He's cute. Yep. Yeah. He seems to be enjoying his life yep. over there. You know what? I won't blame him. I won't blame him. Well, guys, uh, on that note, I will talk All to right. you guys uh, yep. later on. Later. Then.